This is Dennis Frimpong MMA, and you're listening to the Humanzi Jitsu Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 98 of the Humanzi Jitsu Podcast. Guys, today I'm once again joined by Dennis Frimpong. He was like the third or fourth episode I had on the podcast. Really good guy. I've trained with him a lot. He's a great dude. And like, guys, we had a great, a great discussion about his MMA debut, how he won in dominant fashion, how he's uh, having another fight like this weekend, I think, at the time of... The, at the time of this episode dropping it'll be this weekend or next weekend i, th- I think uh, but anyway guys be sure to buy the card he's on support all the irish mma fighters because you know the government certainly isn't <laughs> speaking of which we also go on a, a wee little rant about how the government is handling everything here in ireland so you know if you don't want to listen to a really political episode you know uh, feel free to skip this one i have a sort of non-political one dropping later anyway but guys if you want to listen to that you want to listen to us ranting raven be sure to stick around and guys hope you enjoy Like, it's been like a fucking... You were like episode fucking four, was it? Three, three, episode three. Four, three, four, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was episode three. And man, that was 96 fucking episodes ago. So what have you been up to since then? Wow. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, coronavirus put a th- bit of a spanner in the works with the old uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments and whatnot, training as well. So uh, I just took that opportunity to get back to my striking you know um you know the lads out in dublin combat academy you know we, mm. we we just kept training you know what i mean we had a small group of us small dedicated group and we just kept training and i decided with my striking coming along nicely i decided to just jump in the cage and get on one of these mma shows they have going you know mm. why not because man don't you know you can go into a cage and punch someone and it's all good but if you just grapple with someone in like a non-outdoor area you'll kill someone's grandma you know that, that's just the logic <laughs> uh, yeah. just like you could have forty-five thousand people in croke park but we can't go to a gig with 300 people you know what i mean so uh, this yeah. whole thing is stupid and like man like i'm doing some competitions there in october going up to northern ireland I'm like man i shouldn't have to fucking go to northern ireland to fucking go do a competition and get strangulated up there i should be i should be allowed to get strangulated in the republic for fuck's sake some republic yeah yeah exactly it's like we're, we're literally training how to murder each other like i don't think we care about like catching a bit of a cold like do you know what I mean well, if, it you're is not, what it if you're not scared of staff you're not scared of the rona let's be real yeah we've all had staff worse than the rona let's be honest yeah <laughs> yeah you know we like we've all had worse fucking uh respiratory problems from a bad knee and belly fucking thing than yeah. the rona <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. Or there's a myriad of things like I'm scared of tangible shit. I'm scared of getting heel hooked by that one brown belt at the gym more than I am of getting scared scared of the Rona. Something tangible and real I'm scared of. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I mean. <laughs> things that you should actually fear. But it is what it is. But people people have uh, abandoned all logic and reason. Like I I know fairly logical people, fairly intelligent people that have just abandoned all logic and reason because of fear and because of fear mongering. And because they've basically been backed into a corner where it's like, you can't go back to your normal life until you're all vaccinated. And anyone that isn't vaccinated is holding the rest of us back, basically. You know, so mm. it's 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 just this retarded cycle. But mm. it's looking like mid-October, they're just abandoning all these vaccine passports anyway. So jokes on them. Aha. That's 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 one uh, notch in our vic- for, for us now. But like... Uh, the fact that they even brought that up was fucking scummy in my opinion. Like literally, that's literal segregation in my like guys, I swear we'll shut up about the vaccines and shit like that for after a bit. We'll, we'll just have a little rant about it, then we'll get into something positive. But that's literally segregation. Like literally is. Uh 
you people are over here and you can't do this, but meanwhile you people are over here and you can do that. That's that's it's, segregation. Uh, no matter what way you cut it, it, it that, that's fucked it, up. It's it's a form of apartheid, definitely. And I know that's a strong word to use, but it's it's definitely a form of enforced apartheid. If the boot if the boot fits, if the boot fits, you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, you know, like if if like ugh, the whole fucking thing is stupid. Like literally, if the vaccines work, why do you need a vaccine passport? If they don't work, why do you need the vaccine passport? And why are you even getting them if they don't work? Ah, uh, look, we could go, we could go on and on. We're both on the same page on this, anyway. Yeah, it's you fucking, know, yeah. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to sound like an echo chamber. But like one one thing I'll say and then I'll shut up about it is the whole FB, FDA approval thing there of the Pfizer one. I'm like, I know plenty like uh, get this. They're like, oh yeah, the FDA approved it. That's okay, right? Well, they've approved plenty of things, then unapproved them because they turned out to be fucking scummy and dangerous yeah. and shit. Well, plus yeah. they, 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 isn't that the same FDA that like approves uh, like Ritalin for kids? In yeah. the USA, right? Like, or, or the FDA, or the same FDA that doesn't that doesn't approve marijuana, or doesn't approve tattoo ink. Like, dude, I know people shilling these vaccines who are saying, "Oh yeah, FDA approval, you have no reason not to get it now." Who have a million fucking tattoos on them, and they're all like, "I'm like, FDA didn't approve tattoo ink, so like, you know." People, people are dumb. People are dumb. But I said, I said, I don't even think it's people being dumb. I think there's smart people that have literally just lost one of themselves because they're scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's certainly the Rona. It's not because uh, it's not a, it's not any spliffs or anything. It's the Rona. <laughs> I swear, I don't, I don't, I don't participate in, in the in the consumption of cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do the devil's lettuce anymore. <laughs> I, I only done it once in college, but it wasn't for me, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, like I, I just feel like uh, I feel like people that are normally smart have just abandoned reason. They've abandoned logic. Um, because of fear and because they've been like backed into this situation, like I said, where it's just, like you can't freely travel, go on holidays or do anything that you that's fun or you want to do unless you're vaccinated. You know, mm. one thing I, I one thing I will cling on to is the fact that in the martial arts community, most people seem to be on the right page and kind of like aware of the fact that this is all bollocks. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. but even then, like. We're not vocal enough. We're all just like we're all training away in secret on the QT. Like we should be loud and proud. Be like, ah, fuck you guys. We're doing this. We know it's we we know we're not the problem. So go fuck yourselves. You know. Yeah. I know. You know. I know we're doing the thing, but like we should be more vocal about it. I've been pretty vocal, but like, what are we really gonna do at the end of the day? We don't have any power. You know. We can't even get MMA. We can't even get MMA um, funded by the Irish government by the National Sports Council. Because they call it pornographic and voyeuristic. Um, so yeah, because so so many people jerk off to MMA. Yeah, fucking hell. Hey, listen, listen, like whatever those lads in the doll are into, whatever they fucking you know, if they're if they like watching two sweaty men, if they consider that pornographic, you know, that's that's you know, that's probably something wrong with them, not anyone else. Well, we certainly know, <laughs> we certainly know one uh, person in the doll who loves that sort of shit. A certain uh, <laughs> snake, a certain snaky-looking cunt who's a massive mm. hypocrite who shall not be named. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, they're all they're all into it. They're all into it. Let's be honest. They're all doing blood sacrifices and all that bollocks. 
Yeah, they're, I mean? all, they're all scumbags. Fuck them anyway. We all know about the adrenochrome, okay? Like, let's just put, in, let's just put that out there right now before you get on. <laughs> yeah, this podcast gotten delisted now. Thanks a lot, Dennis. It's like last, <laughs> it's like last year when you said, oh, yeah, this if you say this one guy's name, your fucking podcast will be, like, look blacklisted. Up, look up adrenochrome, anyone that's listening to this. Look up adrenochrome, look up Jeffrey Epstein, the Lolita Express, and you tell me... Because there's not some shady shit going on with those masters. Yeah, also take a look at take a look at and at, at the list of people who've been on that fucking sort of uh, his airplane. You know, there's this, there's a few people who are in the limelight now who've been on you know been loosely affiliated with him. That you know it's a it's a bit fucked up in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Look, it is what it is. <laughs> ah, you know, fuck him anyway. So Dennis, like, uh, like uh, you've recently gone into MMA, man, and you had a fucking dominant performance there in your debut. Like, uh, in no uncertain terms, you kicked the shit out of that fucking guy and you strangulated him and uh, you whooped him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would like to say as Khabib, as Khabib described it, I drug, him into, I drug him into deep waters and I, and I allowed him to tap. <laughs> At the end of the day, I just feel like, um, you know, having gone with a lot of MMA guys, I feel like in terms of straight jiu-jitsu, a lot of them really aren't on the level that straight jiu-jitsu guys are. I think that the sports are very different. And there's a lot of things that like that are neglected that you probably should be doing, you know, if you're an MMA fighter. Mm. And likewise with the striking, you know, I, I also feel like you need to train with specialists in order to improve your striking. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really do feel like at the moment on the amateur Irish scene, there's there's maybe like two guys that are like on a, on the level and you know i train with one of those guys so it's like yeah i i, I really do feel like the next, the next few months the next few months are going to show people in the irish mma scene a lot about um about how to fight how to actually use martial arts you know what i mean and not just use mma fights to get a profile photo for your instagram Mm. Yeah, I hate when people do that. Like, get this. Like, uh, yo, guys, I'll give you a, an ultimate fucking amazing strategy and how to become undefeated at MMA. Have one fight, win it by split decision, and then retire. Be like, oh yeah, and have undefeated in MMA in your in your bio. That's what do you what do. Khabib, do what Khabib did. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, did, like, did you hear him on that? Um, the what's what the hot box podcast was it with Mike Tyson yeah, and he, Henry Cejudo? He's like, eh, get the marijuana away from me and get the alcohol away from me, and then he's bitching about ring girls like Khabibi, Khabibi, bro, bro, come on, mate, mate, like he, fam. I don't know. You know what? He really, he really lost a lot of my respect there. Not because he's against weed. You can be against weed if you want to, whatever. Right. You know, be outspoken about it, about the ring girls, whatever. Well, at the end of the day, mate, like, you can't be going around and acting like you're this and that and you're the GOAT when you defended your title three times. Anderson defended his nine times. DJ defended his 11 times, okay? John Jones defended is still fucking unbeaten, you know what I mean? Other than that one blemish that we won't talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we always like, have to hear Joe Rogan fucking explain it each and every uh, time. Fuck, uh, it drives me up the fucking wall. We all fucking know what happened, okay? Yeah. We know it wasn't a loss. It wasn't a legit loss. Whatever. That, that literally didn't change the fucking outcome at all. That's fucking stupid. There should be no contest. This is coming from a guy who fucking hates John Jones. I give him credit or credit's due. Yeah, I'll give the greatest fighter yeah. ever credit or credit's due. <laughs> yeah, man. You know? uh, but, like, look, at the end of the day, like, look. Connor made a good point about it. Aldo defended his belt, what was it, I think nine times as well, maybe even eight times. 
But like he could have just defended his belt three times as well and then walked away and been like, oh, I'm the GOAT. You know what I mean? Like, so. Mm. I, I just feel like Khabib's a bit, being a bit like. He's just being a bit of a nanny, isn't he? Like, he's just coming mm. around. Ah, why, why, why you have Ringgold? Oh, oh, why you smoke cannabis? Oh. Because mm. uh, unlike in some countries, Khabib, we actually, you know, like seeing uh, women wear more than a fucking burqa, you know. Or less than a burqa, sorry. Everyone likes titties. Girls like titties too. Uh, dude, lesbians love titties. They go crazy over the titties. You're repeating, not just, it's not just for men. Like, come on, be a bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what, re- what really got me with that was uh, he's going on to someone else's podcast, be like, eh, can you not do the whole thing that you usually do? Like, that's like, you know, people coming onto my podcast telling me not to make puns or act like I'm a fucking monkey man. I'm like, dude, come on, fuck off. It's my podcast. That's it, man. Yeah. If Habib have podcast about no ring girl, no weed, or no alcohol, no one come on his podcast. Tell him not do that. Come on. I don't know, man. I I just feel like yeah, it's like you're going on a podcast with Mike Tyson called Hot Boxing. Yeah. Um, like shit, man. If anything, fucking smoke a joint with the guy. <laughs> yeah, you're dude. Right. I don't even smoke weed, but I'd smoke a fucking joint with Mike Tyson in a fucking heartbeat. Pass me a joint, I'd not be saying no, man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I do it. I'd be saying afterwards, like, man, this is spinal, man, spinal. <laughs> but you know what, right? Yeah. I think Khabib was right. I don't think Khabib would be any crack at parties, man. He'd be like, oh, why do the girls have any skirts? Put, put away, put away, ass. Oh, I, away. I am, I am married, man. You must get away from me. Keep your oh, distance. No fun. Why you have fun? We must be trained. Why you smoke crack? Why you smoke crack? Okay, okay. We can, we can, we can maybe, we can maybe get on board with him on the crack thing. Maybe let's not smoke crack. But... Ah, you know, I say if you done crack about once every three months, it'd be grand. I don't know if it'd ever be once every three months, mate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I say we should, we should consult John Jones about that sort of thing. I'm no, I'm no expert. Oh God. <laughs> that was the sickest burn in UFC history, in my opinion. I may look like a crackhead. But I never been a crackhead like you. <laughs> oh, DC man. Oh, I love DC. He goes, you look like a crackhead in a suit. Like, oh man, that was that was amazing. DC is my boy. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, oh, speaking of which, to bring back to the Khabib thing, the funniest clip I ever saw was Khabib like, oh Daniel, your t- your leg too fat to do. You too fat to do triangle choke. You can't get leg up. You you too fat. Yeah, man. They, they they actually like they have some crack in that gym, right? I I I think the environment of that gym sounds like it's uh, it's just a lot of banter. You know what I mean? Like, ah, mm. uh, no, dude. Like, uh, okay. Oh, Dennis, that's another thing. Say, okay, say like, uh, you were getting like in a few years when you're getting really big in MMA, and you have like a choice of anywhere to go, best fight camp in the world, in your opinion, where would you go to and why for an best, MMA camp? Best fight camp in the world. Yeah, in your in your opinion, like what one would you go to? Like right now? Yeah, in your opinion. Um it's hard to say, man. It depends what you like. It depends what you want to do. Me personally, like I think right now the best like fight camp out there for an MMA fighter is uh is probably um New Zealand uh, uh kickboxing academy, isn't it? Or uh, Auckland kickboxing? Mm. Wherever he is, with um, Dan Hooker, Volkanovski, um, what's it called? Jesus Christ. 
If only the rest of New Zealand was as resilient as their fighters shutting down the country with, with one case. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, but look, at least they've, they've been open the whole time, though. They've been having a ball, like, you know? But uh, Until there's one case and they shut down everything. <laughs> What's the name of that, uh, that gym? Uh, I can't remember for the life of me. But, man, um, I know, personally for me, like, I'm, I'm way too big of a GSP fan for my own good. It'd have to be TriStar. Like, that, that's just me. Yeah, but who have they really produced since GSP? Well, they had Ryan Hall with his terrible game plan against Ila Tapura there. <laughs> terrible. terrible. I think that's what people thought I was going to be doing when, when I started fighting. Oh, but, man. Uh, that that fight is the that fight is the reason I don't put bets on fights anymore. Like I, I never put a bet on a fight until that. I had a tenner. I'm like, you know what? I'll put a tenner on Ryan Hall to submit him in the second round because I figured it'd be a slow start. Terrible. I would have gotten like 130 fucking euro if I'd won that bet. I'm I'm still sore about that. Even, yeah, I'm like, oh, never again. Yeah, that was never gonna work for too long though, was it? That that strategy, like. Hmm. Ah, sure. Your man Ilya Tsipora was a is a fucking black belt in jiu-jitsu as well. And if you're a black belt and you don't know heel hooks and heel hook defense, you're not a real black belt. So let's just let's be real. Yeah, that's it. Oh, unless you train in the gi exclusively. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone trains exclusively in the gi anymore. Man, I fucking hate the gi now. All I did for like five months was no gi, and I'm like, oh, I love my footlocks and my heel hooks. Then when I try to do footlocks in the gi. Someone grabs my sleeve and collar. I'm like, oh, God, this again. Fuck it. Um, I like my lapel guard still, but come on. I don't know. That's annoying. I, I actually haven't, like, really been doing any at all. Obviously, just again, the transition into MMA, I haven't been, been doing a lot more wrestling and a lot more, like, top top game. My, my jiu-jitsu game, to be honest, has completely changed um, comparatively to what I used to do in jiu-jitsu. Mm. Well, since I got fatter, I decided to be more of a top pressure heavy guy. <laughs> yeah. It's also easier to like, oh god, I'm yawning. It's also easier to land ground and pound from the top. That's uh that's the main concern mainly, you know. Un- unless you're that guy who fought Jack Array there. <laughs> oh, Kevin Holland that knocked uh, Jack Array with that hammer fist from the bottom, was it? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. And, na- and naturally, Herb Dean waited for way too long to stop it, as he always does. Uh, he's not as bad as Marasaki, Yabasaki. Well, he's been out of the fucking... Is he still reffing in other promotions? Because I know he's gotten fucked out of the UFC because of his sheer ineptitude. I fucking hope not, because someone's going to die in the cage with, with him as a ref, I swear. Uh, do, do you know his justification was, though, one time? Oh, yeah, I let that chick get her head punched in, but I let her go out like a warrior... Never yeah. mind the fact that she was already beaten and she just absorbed damage for no reason. Warrior, yeah. It was fighting Chris Cyborg that they they literally like he waited until her head was literally bouncing back and forth between the girl. I think it was Cyborg's fists. It's like she was the, dribbling a basketball for fuck's sake. It was outrageous, and I was like, mate, stop this fight! Like, no one's no one's having any fun watching this. This isn't fun anymore. Or dude, you know who's the worst? Uh, Mark Goddard. Whenever there's like a, anything that goes down, there's like a sem. If, if there's like a, a low shot that looks like a groin shot, he's always so dramatic in the fucking ring. He's like, "Oh, you, you, stop there for a second, my fucking hell. Don't fucking even the balls can't." I'm like, dude, come. I, that's a terrible impression. But he he's such a drama queen. Whenever something that's goes down, Mark Goddard is he? I don't know, man. I can't. He has such a weird voice. Then you can't. You don't hear them as well when they're in the octagon. For all I know, he can just sound normal. But I'm just. I'm. I'm annoyed at him because I don't like him. So I'm giving him a stupid voice. Uh, uh, 
Fair, fair. Absolutely fair. Understandable. It's all about it. We all look at someone we don't like and be like, look at him just there breathing air. Yeah. He, normal people breathe in through their nose and out through their mouths. He breathes in through his mouth and out through his nose. What a fucking wanker. Exactly, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. But man, to be fair, people do always exaggerate features of people they don't like. You know, it's just a way of it. People are naturally biased and want to make people look worse when they're telling shit. You know. That's it. I think that's something we have to accept. Well, it's our dark side, our, our, our negatives, our flaws. You know, is that like, Certain things humans do that we just can't get away from, you know? Um, not that we need to embrace those things, but we need to, like, recognize that they're a part of us and that they make us who we are. Mm. Ah, dude, it's like uh, Jungian psychology. He talks about shit like that. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, all the bad parts about you and your negative thoughts, like, or the way you... Because everyone puts on a facade and a face and a mask with everyone. Because, you know, if you acted like the way you truly were, you know, you'd... Uh, you'd pretty much walk around being a massive cunt to everyone or just saying, oh, you, you look like a wanker or you, you look like a bitch. Fuck you. Shit, you know, shit like that, you know. But everyone puts on fronts and masks, like, to a certain degree, as long as you're not being, you know, it's just a way of it. Depending on the environment, obviously, you know. Mm. Like, naturally, if you're in, like, uh, an office, you wouldn't roll up in your MMA shorts being like, yo, dude, uh, did you go pro yet? Oh, dude, can we practice teeps real quick? You know, it's not a, it's not a good idea. <laughs> it's, not the same. it's not the same kind of buzz, is it? Like, you know? Nah, fam. Those fu- like, here's another thing. Anyone who wears ties nowadays is only a fucking idiot. Like, you're asking to get fucking choked and get you just someone to grab your fucking tie and just lay into you in the fucking head. That's what I see. That's what I think whenever I see someone with a tie. <laughs> That's what I think whenever I see bodybuilders, bro. Mm. I just, I, whenever I see bodybuilders, I just think like, yeah, man, I'd probably choke you out. Mm. Oh, but dude, do you know what the point the ties were back in the day, right? What? Before buttons were invented, that's how you closed your fucking shirt. Yeah, so it was before buttons, they, we had shirts like. Yeah. So how? It, oh, that sounds mad. I think you you they'd like tuck them into your fucking pants, put on a belt, and then put on a... F- I don't know how it was, or some shit, that's but, like, mad. that's how it was before we had buttons. That is a bit mad, isn't it? So then buttons were invented, and people still wore ties. I'm like, what? Why? I think it's, I think it's like, the, the, the tie and collars on a, on a shirt represents, like, corporate slavery. You know, like a, like a, like a chain... Like your collars, you know, your cufflinks, and then you've got your little tie around your neck that makes you feel uncomfortable, but you still wear it because you think it makes you look fancy. Mm. Or, dude, like proudly unemployed here, brah. I just do jujitsu all day. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm still in the rat race, you know, but. I know, it, is, it is what it is. It's part of the grind, though, I feel. You know what I mean? It's part of the grind. I feel like. Like if I was just if I if I didn't have to like bust my ass I wouldn't be as motivated as I am because like right now I'm so motivated that I, I want to get out of this job that I fucking hate so I'm I'm busting my ass you know what I mean mm. but if I have that I I might get a bit more complacent I feel mm. but I just fucking I just fucking love fighting man do you know what I mean I, like I love I love testing myself I, and I love the fact that like I've been able to get in a cage and test my jiu-jitsu out against you guys. Mm. All right, guys, speaking of which, Dennis is actually fighting again next week, and uh, I don't want to sound presumptuous or anything, but uh, I think we should already just put the 2-1-0 on his record already. Like, let's just be real. 
Uh, look, man, I'm not going to end of the day. He's Chechen and he has a fucking Chechen beard. So Ooh. you can to make guys like that. You know what I mean? He's He's got a big block head. He's going to be in there probably a little bit heavier than I am. But yeah. uh, I don't think he's ready for the skill set that I'm bringing to the cage. Mm. Um, he's not ready for the smoke. Yeah, I mean, he, look, uh, he's obviously, you know, he's been watching. He's obviously watched my fight. You know, probably watched some of my jiu-jitsu. Probably looking for a few holes in that. Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> and look, I'm going to come into that cage, even though it was only two weeks ago, man. It's only going to be, have been three weeks since I last fought. I'm not going to be the same fighter that I was when I was in that cage the first time. Do you know what I mean? I've been in there now. I've been in there with a big crowd in front of us. Mm. You know, a fucking crowd. Mad, mm. mad fucking event. I don't think this guy's ready for the skill set I'm bringing. And, no. uh, yeah, I'm not overlooking him at all. Mm. In there ready and sharp as if he was anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Mm. No, I get you, man. And dude, like, uh, you brought up something there a second ago, like when you said, uh, uh the corporate slavery thing with the the collar and shit, like that just reminded me of, of something there. I wanted this uh, just before I forget about it. One thing that really gets me is all these fucking people who buy these fashionable masks. I'm like, oh my God, these fucking people. Gucci masks and that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, literally, that's like if a fucking slave chose to wear a golden jewel encrusted collar. It's the same fucking thing anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Like, what the fuck? Plus, yeah. like. It's not a fashion statement. It's a fucking it's a sign of capitulation. Come on. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a bit mad. I I feel like I feel like that that fair play to Gucci and Louis Vuitton though. Like, if you can charge people two hundred quid for a bleeding mask, like, and they're gonna pay for it, like you you make your paper, boo boo. You know, don't tell me. <laughs> uh, you know what to say. Never let a good tragedy go to waste. That's it, man. Respect the hustle. Mm. Well, then again, if I could be making money off this Rona bullshit, I would. And, uh, you know, like the, the whole thing with the PS5s there last year, I if I still had, if I had a bunch of money, I would have bought up a bunch of them and sold sold them for more. I I would have fucking done that in a heartbeat because I'm like, eh, fuck you, got mine. I need money. You need to be buying up crypto, bro. That's what that's what the future is. No, dude, I just got to buy stocks in ghee manufacturers because people are buying more ghees now for some reason because all the discounts are on. It's all just a front, bro. Look into it. Bro, they make all their ghees in Pakistan. See fucking all these big brands, Shoiro, all these yolks. They all fucking make their ghees in Pakistan anyway. Yeah, it's all the same shit. They just slap on, they just stitch on a different patch and label and shit to the fucking thing. Jocko Willing's like origin is like the only thing. I'm not being paid by Jocko Willing, by the way, to say this. It's just, but um, yeah, like I'm pretty sure like his geese are like the only ones that are like definitely made in America, factories in America and all like, you know, and they're like, they're, they're expensive, but you're paying for like the American labor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think like you know these these companies like they they make these geese on the cheap, slap their brand on it, and it's all just branding. You're selling the brand, you're not selling the product, you know, like in a way. Yeah, like one thing that really gets me is like the Shoei roll and um, uh, what's it, Albino and Preto and Ruka, like RVCA. The way they fucking market themselves, like, oh, rarity, these geese are like a limited run. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Do you not want people to buy your fucking geese? Like, honestly. Like, uh, like I, I, want to, I want to give you my money, but you're not letting me, so. <clears throat> ah, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, no, Shoyro definitely are the worst for that. Like, you know. or, uh, another thing that gets me about them is like, uh, 
if you look on their Instagram or whenever people are talking to them, they're always like, oh, yeah. People are like, oh, yeah, how do we get sponsored by Shoyroll? Do we have to be world champions? Like, oh, no, it's not just world champions we sponsor. If if we know your gym and we know it's an authentic environment with great people and great training, we'll have no trouble sponsoring you guys as well. It just so happens that all the fucking gyms they sponsor that are authentic environments also also just so happen to produce world champion level grapplers. That's just, that's just a happy coincidence, you know. And rapists. Them too. <laughs> Co- co- coincidentally. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think there's anything coincidental about it. I think there's definitely like being a culture of that kind of shit in 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 jujitsu, um, and I just, I yeah, I just feel like it's something that we've. It's just starting to come to light now, but it's been around. Do you know what I mean? Like. You know, I just, I just feel like it's, I don't know, maybe it's because I was in Brazil and I just witnessed a lot of that kind of shit over there. Um, you know, not even just in jiu-jitsu on the mat, but just like in general, in public and in, in any kind of environment, walking down the fucking road. Um, comparatively to here, it's, I feel like it's way worse. You know, it's noticeable, noticeably worse. Mm. Um, so I'm not surprised, you know, that all this shit was going on, but, mm. you know. Oh, dude, it's like it's like Nate Diaz. I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Yeah, man, I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? Not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is what it is, man. You know, I, I'm I'm glad that it's all being exposed now, and I'm glad Shoyer all dropped that fella. You know? The, yeah. The, the, fuck, the, fuck those guys, and fuck that guy. Yeah, they're all fucking scumbags anyway. Yeah. And not to mention, one of them uh, got submitted by a punk ass bitch there that everyone hates, <laughs> you know. So uh, fuck him, fuck him doubly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I just find weird that like they, these are the same lads that are most vocal about like God and respect and all this kind of stuff. But mm. and how about how scummy taking steroids are, even though they take steroids. You know, they take steroids, and then like at the same time, then they're gonna like come out and. He outed his rapist as well, you know. I don't know. It's a bit mad, like. Mm. Ah, sure. Did you ever hear the song uh, "Walking Contradiction"? That's just all them. They're all a bunch of fucking yeah. hypocrites. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah fuck them anyway. Oh, uh, speaking of which, Dennis, uh, another thing. Uh, a qu- one of the questions I added since uh, you were last on. Besides all the rape and shit, is there anything in the jiu-jitsu community or MMA community that you don't like and you change if you could? I brought this up uh, there. I fucking hate all the Facebook groups. Like, I got off Facebook there. I fucking hate all the fucking jiu-jitsu Facebook groups. They're so shit. It's always someone saying, oh, I tapped out a fucking purple belt and I'm only a white belt. Or, oh, my God, uh, I'm 50 years old. I'm starting to train now. Or, look at me. I got my first stripe and I'm taking a stupid fucking picture. Or, here's a fucking meme that's been reposted a million times. Or, here's a shit technique that won't fucking work. Uh, I hate the, I hate those fucking groups now. So, for me... I would say, like, look, those Facebook groups and that, like, I hate those groups in general. I'm off Facebook altogether now. Like, I'm, uh, I only, I'm, like, solely using Instagram, and I, I, I use Twitter to just kind of browse. Like, like, like I just browse. Mm. Oh, dude, Twitter, Twitter's a cesspool. I'm glad I'm off that. I tried signing back in, but it wouldn't let me in. I was like, you know what, this, this is a blessing in disguise. No nah, man, it is a cesspool. It's 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 the strangest thing. But I, I do it for the entertainment value. It's it's hilarious. But um nah man, like I I I don't know, I just feel like with jujitsu we need more girls in jujitsu, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the scholar spade of spade. Or and martial arts in general, like I, I just feel like out of something that 
you know, a lot of people that I I would know, and me myself, I started martial arts to learn how to defend myself because I had been, you know, through some through some experiences that made me realize, like, shit, I really can't defend myself that well. I'm not confident in my ability to defend myself. So, if anything, there should be more girls in martial arts. Does that make sense? No, but, I get you. But I feel like... I feel like it's those kind of situations, like the Jackson Soza thing, like the, like all these other Delahiva, all these things that like, these issues that have been, like I said, have been permeating, and we're only hearing about the big ones. There's a lot of other cases, obviously, that have happened that we're not hearing about. And uh, I think it's those kind of things that kind of drive girls out. Mm. So I suppose it's like, it's the inability of 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 guys to to train girls and not and not like see it as like a sexual thing or like you know for for nobody to like let's be honest like it, it, when a new, a new girl starts in a gym if she's kind of hot you know there's going to be some comments made even if it's just some guy or there's going to be something said or people will be looking or whatever you know what i mean and i feel like girls definitely notice that when they walk into a gym full of sweaty fucking you know, guys that are fucking fighters. So I think, like, yeah, maybe trying to get rid of that and allowing it to be more of a, 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 a oh, I hate using the word safe space. So I'm just going to, like, but like, just more of a like comfortable environment for girls to be in. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing like, I think this could be remedied with women's classes and women's beginner, ex- women's exclusive beginner courses. I think that's grand. But here's the thing, man, I've, I've actually seen this happen. I've been to gyms, like, I, I go to gyms the whole time, you know, I was at this one place for a bit, and I was like, oh, yeah, uh, this one chick was complaining about that the fact that there wasn't any women's class, but she was, like, blue or purple belt, I can't remember, and the coach is like, well, you know, you're blue or purple belt, do you want to run a women's only class? She was like, oh, no, I'm fucking, I'm too busy, I shit that I, need to, that I need to do. I'm like, okay, so you're literally complaining about something, you've been offered the fucking means to solve the problem, but you, you don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. That's an isolated incident. I just, I, I'm just talking about like the general. No, but over... that's that, like I, I, that's that's the thing with lots of people in general. They want, they just want the problem solved. They even if they're given the tools to solve it, they just want someone else to do it for them. Like I'm probably just bitching on and complaining, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. You know, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what it is that we we could possibly do to to remedy. Obviously, women's only classes would make. You know, women feel more comfortable in the first place to to get their foot in the door. Mm. But um, mm. also uh, make sure to make sure the coaches you're hiring aren't a bunch of rapists, because that that might be a good thing yeah. to look into. <laughs> Definitely, like you know what I mean. Like like, like you know, that's that's a given. It should be a given anyway. But um, yeah, I I I I also just think that like, look, if if women are looking to do a martial art like jujitsu to learn how to defend themselves. Or you know, be be more confident in the their ability to defend themselves. I don't think that like rolling with a lot of other girls is is going to be conduitive to that. Even on a mental aspect of like, oh okay, like I yeah, roll around. because if you if you're doing it for self defense, like yeah, statistically, like, oh. statistic, not me, statistically, they're more likely to be attacked by men because like that's the big thing they're always fucking talking about getting exactly. attacked by men in the street. Why would yeah. you train with women then? 
yeah, you know, so it's like, yeah, I think I think it's up to it's up to us as the lads to make it a more comfortable environment for 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 girls in the first place. Do you know what I mean? I think, like, so there doesn't have to be like a women's only class. Like, make it so that like it's comforting in the first place, and they're not fucking creeped out when they get into a, a gym. You know that kind of way. But uh, yeah, that's a whole other topic. I think like uh, you, you, you'd have to pro- probably talk to a girl involved in in martial arts more so about that and their opinion on that. You know that kind of way. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I might uh, I might actually do an episode about that. That could be a good one. I'll look into it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Dennis, uh, <laughs> we've once again returned. Uh, we've once again reached another it's a segment of the podcast. I like to call around the specifics, man. Do you want to do? Because I've added some new questions since last time you were on. Do you want to do another round of specifics, man? Yeah, man. Excellent, oh, man. What was the first ever gi you ever got? Describe it in detail. Back yeah. in the day, when, back in the day when you used to do gi. Uh, it was like some random off Brazilian brand gi. It's like black. Um, A2. Yeah, it was like, I don't even remember, man, to be honest. Like, I've gone through so many gis. I think, like, I only I only got rid of the, 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 the jacket, like, a year and a half ago or so. Just, like, during the whole lockdown and stuff when I, when I made a move. But uh, it was a nice gi. Oh, dude, why won't you frame it, man? You know, to get the remembers. <laughs> I know, get all the memories and shit. I know, dude. I I, I still have all my geese. All well, I still have the ones that matter to me because I sold a bunch of them, gave a bunch away because I'm a I'm a sound man. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, I'm not really wearing any geese for the time being, anyway. So <laughs> they're still fashionable. Or right, dude, like one of the things I, I like. I was missing a fucking black few blackies. I haven't had a good blackie in quite a while. I got one there. It's fucking decent. It looks fucking magnifique, and I got it on a good deal. So I'm like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dennis. Uh, what? In the recent training with MMA, have you ever had a really? Have you had any embarrassing injuries? Like just the way you got injured was uh, just fucking ridiculous. Um, I haven't really gotten injured. Uh. In MMA training yet, as of yet, you know. Um, obviously, a few little knocks and that, like, but I haven't actually gotten any like injuries, you know. Mm. No, I get you. Oh man, uh, back back to gee shit now for a second. If you created a guard in MMA or jiu-jitsu or whatever, no matter what the fucking guard is made up of, what weight legs are, sleeves, collar, grips, or whatever, what would you call the guard? Like, uh, what would you name it? I'd call it the Bali Malu guard. <laughs> Balamaloo guard, why? <laughs> what's what's the background? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a sorry for another podcast. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, why you gotta tease me with a good story? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> if you, uh, you uh, I'm sh- here, listen, just follow follow what's going on on Instagram for the next couple of months, bro. Leading up to the thirtieth of October, page legacy, and it'll all make sense. God damn you, bro. Okay, people, stay tuned for that. And when it's revealed, I'll I'll post it or some shit. That'll be funny. Oh, Dennis, <laughs> would you ever rock a tie-dye gi? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, nice. So many people wouldn't. I'm like, you people are a bunch of fucking squares. Yeah, I mean, like, you obviously can't rock that at IBJJF, even though if I could, I definitely would. But, yeah. Hmm. Now, speaking of IBJF, if you could legalize just one single solitary gi color, not a fucking what's it called, uh, not tie dye or anything, just one solitary color for the geese, what would it, what would it be? Orange. 
Orange, as in orange, you glad you watched Dragon Ball growing up? Because that's what everyone's yeah. going to do. 100% man I'd be brazing that orange gi in there man I'd have the I have the the, the turtle school patch on the back oh nice in, would you get the one with the with the blue collars nah 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 I'd, I'd, I'd have a straight orange and I'd just wear my blue belt you know what I mean uh, that, that's one that I, I like the idea of the orange gi but I, I you can't wear it after blue belt because purple won't go with it looks like shit with the purple belts i guess you could ah. give it to one of your blue belted friends you know okay we'll just wait just keep it till black then like mm. ah you know or just stay a blue belt forever like goku man goku <laughs> should be goku should be getting his fucking purple belt he's been a blue belt for like a fucking 20 years he was the og sandbagger bro 100 percent, man what <laughs> the f- that's fucked up <laughs> it's always something uh what was i gonna say uh well man dude one thing that really gets me is brown geese i think brown geese are fucking shit pardon the pun except for like a sandy beige you think a beige gee is nice but like the dark brown ones aren't good yeah to be honest man i'm not really into like colorful geese the only reason the orange one is obviously because of dragon ball and that like but mm. i'm not really colorful geese i like black bro like black, Ooh, black idea white. alternatively a future trunk ski with the purple top with the capsule corp logos on it and the black pants like future trunks. Ooh. Uh? What about like uh what about like uh a, pur- like a purple key like Piccolo? Like a Naruto kind of one, like. Uh okay. I could see that working if uh you had the black sleeves and uh, the orange sort of midline. I'm like okay. See orange man, I'm telling you, orange kills it man every time. Hmm. I'll look into it, man. I might get an orange gi soon. We'll, we'll see. But the thing is, I like buying my white gis and then dyeing them myself because I just prefer doing that instead of buying one. Yeah. I know. That's just me. Yeah, man. I mean, like, as long as you're allowed to wear them at a competitions, I, I don't mind. But I just go for black usually, man. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> or Dennis. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is going to be like a vice versa thing for you. How annoying is fucking passing lapel guard for you when you were doing gay? <laughs> oh, man. So the thing is, it's very rare coming across anyone that actually plays lapel guard. Yeah, no one would do it. Man, the only guy that I've ever competed against to started playing lapel guard against me was, oh, I'll never forget, it was Christian Dahlstrom, right? absolute savage um he was like second place at the last euros that were on uh at like lightweight he's uh he's a savage um but yeah so the two of us pulled guard and we both started opening the lapels out and there was this moment it was a brief moment right where we were like sat there in front of each other opening each other's lapels looking up at each other we catch eyes and both realize what we're both doing and we both Scrambling to, to see who's first to open the the gi, oh, he ends up like on the bottom. Starts like going into the lapel sequences, and I know the sequences, so I'm like trying to get out, trying to start shut things down, and like it's like I'm already a step behind. Then you know yourself, and bam, armbar caught it. I was like, yeah, just tapped, man, and. Yeah, it's annoying as fuck, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or dude, one of the things I do recently, I've been doing recently since I already like single leg X. I've been doing Anubis guard, which is just lapel single leg X. And then you get 
this weird fucking thing called the tomb, which is like a saddle with it's fuck it's fucking cool as shit. Plus, I just love saddle in general because yeah, I love heelhooks and bears. Saddle with the saddle with the lapel reinforcement has been really good recently. Um, I haven't been really following the new developments on lapel guard. I'm definitely going to be getting lapel slayer at some point, just because I want to be able to cut through those. Uh, when it's not two hundred dollars, I say get it. Yeah, they'll wait for international yeah. lapel day. You know what I mean? And I'll get it for a hundred. <laughs> when the fuck is it international lapel day? When is that? Is it in October? I think. I I have no idea, man. I just I just wait. I follow Keenan, and then I wait and see. You know. Hmm. Ah, uh, you know. Okay, so Dennis, that was the last question there, man. Uh, do you want to say anything before we shoot off? Yeah. Uh, I mean, anyone who wants to catch the fight, links in my bio. Next Sunday. 5th of September on IUR. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! It's going to be brutal. There's going to be blood. I'm not going for a submission this time. Ooh. If you're listening, MAGA, you don't have to worry about any submissions. I'm going to punch your head in instead. Anyone who wants to watch it, there's a full card full of loads of great fights. 5th of September. It's like 12th pounds. Support Irish MMA. We've been having a shit last year and a half. It's been shit for everyone, but... It's £12, you get a full card, you know what I mean? Have a watch. Mm. And uh, yeah, link in the bio, Dench from Pong MMA. Mm. And, 100%. Yeah, really <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that, man. I'm going to I'm gonna buy me a fucking, uh, what's it? I do I, I fucking got this Muay Thai stream there. This fucking, uh, there was a, an event on, it was so badly run. And then at the last second, I got people to come over and watch the fucking fight because we knew people were fighting. They're like, oh yeah, the thing is being streamed, it'll drop tomorrow. I'm like, Okay, you could have told me that one before I got people to come over. So <laughs> that, was, that was fun. No, this one's live stream. This one's live stream. Nah, I, you know. Okay. I could up sometime about like eight o'clock or so, seven o'clock maybe. I think the event starts at three. I'm like ten fights in, so mm. yeah. Okay, Bye. so guys, stay, stay tuned for that. And guys, as always, you can follow Dennis at Dench underscore Frimpong underscore. MMA, not BGJ anymore. It's MMA now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> way too much about my game. You know, people were just running away, thinking, "Ah, it's a jiu-jitsu guy. Run away." <laughs> uh, he's gonna butt scoot in MMA. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that with one fight exactly. You know, that, you know that kind of... uh, When there's three seconds left in the round, do that. That'll yeah. be really funny. Yeah, so just lie in the ground, man, and go, "Yo, <laughs> crawl, crawl atop me and meet your doom." <laughs> like uh, that. <laughs> oh my god okay so thanks for listening guys i hope you enjoyed i'll see you in the next episode bye thanks